0: Welcome to Taiwan's Radio. You are listening to the Future is Open podcast, where we provide a fresh perspective on the latest IT innovations, solutions, and trends shaping our environment. Tonight in Washington State, the outbreak turning deadlier. At least nine fatalities and more than 30 confirmed cases of the coronavirus. Some of the worst unemployment numbers in this country's history. 6.6 6 million plus people laid off in a single week. This morning, mm-hmm. here's the very latest on where things stand. Roughly three out of four Americans now under orders to stay home. The latest state. Many more families are going to lose loved ones before their time. It might be two weeks time, it might be four months time, it might be 12 months time, who knows? How on earth did it come to this? What a time to be alive, right? I mean, with what's happening? Actually, I'm gonna make a bet. Bet of 250 euros that you are listening to this podcast at home, right? Exactly. Now you owe me 250 euros. I'm gonna leave the bank details at the end of this episode. So feel free to transfer me the money. (laughs) Now, (laughs) jokes aside, the only reason why I will make some extra money through these sure winning bets is merely because of the famous COVID-19, or, how we like to call it, coronavirus. Since the virus has emerged in a city called Wuhan in China, the world entered in shock, in panic, in Syria. It has compelled many governments to lock down their populations to a degree unmanageable until recently. From that moment on, we have seen Thousands of people dying, various business closing, historical decrease in the corporate earnings, the end of the 11-year American bull market with the decline in the American stocks of more than 20% from their peak, the halt of all major sporting events, the cancellation of conferences, the banning of flights the transition of the toilet paper to become the new gold, and the great diaspora of office workers who have been sent home to, in some logical sense, to work at a presumably safe environment, away from nodes of infection. Yet, these measures of lockdown, sending workers home, canceling flights, conference and sports events, seems trivial in the face of the rising death toll. It's horrible, I, I know. Uh, indeed, we are living in harsh times and as stated by The Economist magazine, it will probably cause the most brutal recession in the living memory. And I'm sure that you are reading constantly about these pernicious issues every day, right? So today we're not going to talk about this Kafkaesque nightmare and the harm it has caused or will cause further in the future. As you might have guessed from the title, yes, today we'll be talking about home office. Quite a common topic at the moment, I know, I know. But if I can just put in my two cents worth, I think we are living in a revolutionary moment when it comes to the concept of home office. For the past years, everyone has been predicting that one day home office will become the new normal. However, no one anticipated the launch of the world's most aggressive and large movement of remote work. Amid the coronavirus outbreak, companies around the world are mandating their staff to adopt a work-from-home policy to eschew the spread of COVID-19 regardless if they are ready or not. In matter of fact, majority of the companies are not ready at all. And the only sentence that pops up in my head when I see every company sending their workers home is That is often easier said than done. According to figures compiled by the Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development, 6 out of 10 individuals in the European Union hadn't worked from their home in 2018. Even though for modern tech companies the concept of remote working is unquestionably already in place, like in Taiwan, the situation is likely to be very different for smaller companies. In the article published by Bloomberg, Europe isn't ready for full work from home lockdown, shows that 69% of workers in Portugal never worked from home in the previous year. If we do the math, this is not going to end up well, right? Exactly. Moreover, I know that internet might not be as good. Technology, for instance, doesn't always work. Children that are also in lockdown may be running around or employees sometimes lack the right equipment. But again, repeating what I stated before, the majority have never worked from home before. And for me, that's alarming. So, am I against home office? No. As a matter of fact, I'm a true home office advocate. But I see this revolution as a pell-mell revolution. Last year, it was rare to find a company that had a home office policy. According to a report on work flexibility in Portugal, published by Polar Insight in collaboration with Universidade Católica Portuguesa, states that 61.1% of respondents claim to be forced to work at their employees' premises. Various managers still believe that employees are more productive at the office. Now, because of COVID-19 paroxysm, companies around the globe will finally have to confront their abhorrence about home office and test this hypothesis at scale. Simply to prevent the spread of the virus as well as to don't complete halt their business, from my standpoint, taking these measures without proper plan and well-thought strategy is just like bringing a pea shooter to a gunfight. I mean, getting employees who never worked remotely to work from home without any sort of plan can be costly. What can companies do? You might ask me. so After all, this is a pandemic and this diaspora of home office workers is inexorable. Yes, yes, indeed, you are right. Uh, But the proper planning, as onerous as it might be, it is crucial. So, in order to answer your question, what companies should do is simply to plan this transition and make sure that every employee has every requirement that I'm going to share next. So here it goes, the requirements to have an efficient home office system. Fortunately, Taiwan does have the concept of remote working already in place, and I belong to the group of 31% of workers who have worked from home in the past years. Therefore I'll be sharing these requirements based on my experience. In order to be productive, in my humble opinion, there are essential requirements that all remote workers need to have first a computer obviously i don't need to explain more here second a good internet connection if you do end up working a lot from home invest on a good internet provider it can be quite frustrating to have an audio sound like a scratch cd during your conference third chat and conferencing applications it's important to be connected with, with your teammates regardless how distant they are to you. Try to be connected to them during your work hours and use an application like Microsoft Teams and see your team's productivity skyrocket. 4. Chat with your colleagues. Even though you are physically far away from your work colleagues, that doesn't mean you shouldn't chat with them just like you would do it at the office. Do not strict yourself to only talk about work. Talk about football, talk about movies, news and the weather. Fifth, a designed work space. For me, this is the most important requirement. As the boundary between work and home is blurred, it is imperative to have an established workspace. Make it comfortable, as you will be spending many hours there, Design it in a way that makes you excited to start the day and go work in your office, let's say. Trust me on this one. This will boost your focus and allow you to detach at the end of the day. Sixth requirement. Create a schedule and follow a strict routine. I agree that by being at home, it can be hard to manage your own time and stay organized. As the Business Harvard Review states, Develop rituals and have a disciplined way of managing the day. Schedule a start and an end time. Have a rhythm. I mean, after all, you are, you are at home. You are comfortable, and that's why it's important to create a schedule and follow strictly. Seventh, start early. Well, on this one, as the old adage says, everyone is different. Some people are active in the morning Some people are active at night. But all of us fall into three categories known as chronotypes. Basically, choose a time to start working and stick to it. Eighth, pretend like you are going to the office. This tip was given to me by a friend of mine, actually. uh, And he works full-time remote. And I've been implementing it since this whole pandemic started. And trust me, it makes a huge difference. Just act like you are going to the office. So, dress up, don't stay on your pajamas, just like you are going to the office. Take care of yourself. Ninth requirement, take breaks. Yes, we are at home in our comfort zone, therefore... On paper, this means that we'll have less distractions, which will lead to greater productivity. This is true. But it, this means also that it can be harder to take breaks. Remember, take a break, recharge your energy. You are a human being. That being said, these are my takeaways from my experience working remotely. And if you don't want to take my word for it, I strongly advise you to read the report published by HubSpot in 2019 Remote Work Report. Or if you want, you can read the 19 blog posts they have on remote work, where they share their experiences, tips, the pros and the cons about telecommuting. So head over to our blog and you can actually download this report from there. By following those requirements I just mentioned, I bet 3000 euros that, (laughs) okay, I'm just kidding, no more bets, enough. Uh, But, as I was saying, by implementing these requirements, every employee will see the following benefits. First, productivity will increase. Second, breakthrough ideas will come more often. Third, more time to do other things. Four, less money and energy spent. And fifth, flexible hours. If every employee implements these requirements, you will see these five benefits as a result. Lastly, San example. I want to share with you uh, my company's example just to understand how things are working properly simply because of the fact that there was a plan and a strategy in place. So at the present moment, just like many other companies, San is working fully remote and everything is working perfectly. It looks like as if this revolution, this pandemic, never happened. I mean... Even Taiwan CEO, Eduardo Taborda, said that he's somehow surprised on how well this is working. It's amazing how fast the company was able to adapt to this new situation. And he says that we are not experiencing any difference in the company's performance simply by moving the whole company fully remote. Business is working as usual, operations haven't stopped, meetings actually did become more effective, and teams' relations are stronger than ever. If you ask me, I, I would also never expect that this would happen so efficiently. For you to get a better picture of this success story, I will be sharing two examples that happened in Taiwan. At the present moment, Saiwon is doing a certification process of ISO 27001 where a couple of classes are included in this certification process. Amid the coronavirus outbreak and the first transition to home office, Saiwon decided to obtain these classes in a fully remote mode. A virtual class composed by 15 people, 13 Saiwoners, one instructor and one assistant of the process quite challenging. But guess what? It was a huge success. And now, Saiwan is closer to acquiring the ISO 27001 certification. The second example. Since Saiwan went fully remote, the company decided to create the after-work virtual, where every Saiwaner meets up virtually, from the comfort and safeness of their homes, to share a drink with their fellow colleagues, I mean, what a way of not letting distance stop them from having fun altogether, right? Having said all of that, as a nutshell, I'm hubristic about this revolution, being it pell-mell or not. Working remotely can be an outstanding experience. However, it is crucial to consider the reality and the complexities of doing it before you begin. This crisis novelty offers a chance to experiment with new ways of doing things. And most importantly, to question the ideology of old habits. Chief executives should not be immune to the opportunity and should embrace such revolutions, just like the chief executives did at Taiwan. Ah, yes, yes, I almost forget. For those who lost the bet, my bank details are GB38REVO00997. 044614930 044614930 So feel free to transmit the money, there is no deadline. And for those who want the bet, feel free, please do not hesitate to send me your bank details and I'll be sh- sending you the 250 euros. I mean, a bet is a bet. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode make sure you like, share and subscribe to our podcast in your favorite platform. You can find us in Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you and see you next time.